Christ, we're recording. Oh, God, we're recording. <laughs> Back to the Bad Gamecast, this is Jake. I'm Jason. And I have been decanted from my stasis chamber to walk amongst the living yet again. I'm Elsa. Like Mariah Carey around Christmas time. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This week, this time, this bi-weekly fortnight, whatever the fuck our release schedule is, we played Romancelvania. Why? Why this game? Why now? Like, we could have done it for Valentine's Day. We could have done it for Halloween. I don't know, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Developed by The Deep End Games, published by 2124, publishing uh, also The Deep End Games. I've got, actually, information on this down twice, and maybe one of you guys can... Uh... Fill me in on this one. The initial release date I've got as to 2021 and 2023. So was it like an early access? I believe so. That would be my guess. Yeah, this game was kickstarted initially, I want to say, and had like a full yes. like 1.0 release earlier this year and was definitely like I've seen screenshots of the game that looks far more rudimentary than the game we got, which is wild to think about. So uh, it's gone through some iterations before it's gotten to the point where it is today. Answering Jake's question of the reason we played it, because it showed up on a list of worst reviewed games of this year. Oh, yeah, sure. And so I was like, this sounds hilarious and dumb. And it came out this year. So that's how we ended up playing it. Spoilers? Nice and timely. <laughs> well, Elsa, what the hell is it? Yeah, um, Romancelvania, uh, if you hadn't put it together yet, is a Castlevania homage that is also a uh, romance slash dating sim game where you go around and um, do a dating sim with sexy Castlevania monsters and it's it is a strange genre mashup and uh, some of it works and some of it does not the um, the people who made this game uh, it was interesting because you know I haven't been on the, the cast for a few minutes so I, I did a little bit of homework because that's what you do when you have free time apparently um, and it's made by a husband wife duo uh, one of them the the guy Bill was the lead level designer on Bioshock. And the design director on Bioshock Infinite, which was very surprising to me. I was sort of expecting this to be like a pair's basically first game. But no, they've, or at least he's been in the industry for several decades at this point. Uh, His wife is the lead writer who apparently also writes romance and urban fantasy novels. Um, And it was kind of interesting to see how like they were kind of shocked at the negative reaction of the 1.0 because they came in sort of thinking everybody would love it. They showed it off at a game festival. They didn't have much criticism and beta testing. And then it becomes, or at least started as one of the most worst reviewed games, you know, of the year. And it's like, the fuck happened? We will tell you what the fuck happened. And if uh, what I am reading is correct, like they've they've patched out some of the bad. So I'm kind of curious and a little disappointed we didn't get to like get the like 1.0 release without any fixes and like how more jank was this game don't know i'm curious what it looked like because like uh spoilers for later i ain't hot on this game right so like if it's worse i i do want to know what that would have looked like Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh 
I don't know, Jess, you want to take us through it? Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I got, I got this, I got this. It's, it's weird because it is like effectively positioning itself as obviously a weird romance dating sim thing, but like legitimate just like sequel to Castlevania. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> like you're, you, you play as Dracula after... <laughs> Like, you get the shit kicked out of you. Is that? I thought Dracula was just moping after breaking up with their girlfriend for the last hundred years. Uh, no, their girlfriend breaks up with them because Van Helsing beat you. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> So, you're moping. Uh, I guess first you get to choose if you're going to be uh, male Dracula or female Dracula. Not initially. Not in the first cutscene. In the first oh, cutscene, you're no. always male Dracula. And it's great because you go through this first cutscene and then like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes in, you get the choice. It's like, actually, do you want to be male Drac or female Drac? And you just basically trans your gender. And she's just like, mm-hmm. hmm, this is a new look for me. Acceptable. And just moves on. Also, at that point, you can choose whether you want male or female voice uh-huh. independent of your body. Oh, I didn't realize. Did you go full on Dr. Girlfriend? I fucking should have. I did not, no. If the uh, male Drax voice was deeper, I would have. Because that would have been fucking perfect. <laughs> You fight your way out of your uh, castle. This is the tutorial where all the skeletons are like, you've been moping. We've taken over the castle now and you beat the shit out of them because you're full powered. I, I want to take a moment to mention the uh, visuals in this section Yeah, because it's 3D characters yeah. on what they're trying for a fake 2D background like, you know, Castlevania. Yep. And it is so jarring and weird. <laughs> It looks like Castlevania Minecraft. Without the polish? (laughs) Yes. Except for the character models, of course. Oh, oh, character models. We'll get to more of those later. uh, Hit or miss? uh, Yeah, some of them are real not great. I don't know. I think they're all perfect. (laughs) You're a font of positivity, Jake. Hey, I'm trying. Someone has to be. Uh, So you get through the tutorial, and basically the Grim Reaper is like hey the the dark something council because they're the dlc ha 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 get it the dark league cabal or something i don't know something like that i don't know <laughs> i want to i want to make the joke that oh i didn't get that but yeah i was just trying to think of what the dlc stood for <laughs> uh they're fed up with you sulking in a castle they need you to kill people again so we're gonna get you back in the game and you're like uh but my life's over my girlfriend left me and he's like well then we're gonna do a dating show what <laughs> yeah, so uh, that that's the premise of the game. The dark forces that control the Grim Reaper and the world uh, need Dracula back out raising villages, except, you know... Uh, we're in theoretical modern times now. Uh, yeah, whatever. We need Drac to get his dick wet so he can go on a murder spree. Basically, Fine. yeah. That's that's the plot. Now you have to go meet characters and then do game show stuff. Oh, man. The way they do this is they split into chapters. The first chapter, you meet three characters. Three characters? Three characters. Yeah. Then you eliminate one no, of four. them. Who's the fourth? Who's the fourth? Right? There's... Okay, because you you start out, you meet Vess, Brocifer, and Medusa. Yes. Yeah. There's oh, another. Pull up the character list there is another i don't think i uh, was was psl part of the first no she's part of the second no, she's second yeah no i think it's just those three in the beginning no it is just the three yeah yeah and then you eliminate one of them which like you're already to eliminate there's 10 characters or something yeah i can hear her counting she 12 <laughs> 
There are 12. There are a dozen characters. You meet three of them and you immediately have to eliminate one. Feels weird. Two, like, most of which, their quests, you can't even, like... So every character also has a, like, secondary quest to uh, increase your approval with them and hopefully get some more character development. Sure, sure. You can't even do some of them yet. Yep. So, like, I have no idea what Medusa's deal is because I didn't eliminate her here. I eliminated Brosifer first um, because he wasn't wearing pants. And that's just unsanitary. I'm a level with you. I kept him around because he wasn't wearing pants. And, like, even dude's statues blurred out, which is one of those dumb little touches that I thought was stupid because I've got a middle schooler brain. (laughs) Dude's hanging dong. That's hilarious. (laughs) But also, when he's introduced, he's the Jersey Devil, and that is also really funny. Because <laughs> he's bro as all hell. Oh, he's broing it up, bro. Yeah. So I was like, nah, he's gone. So then I was left with Vess and Medusa. And then they introduce you to your next set of characters, which you get Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. But you get to pick a Van Helsing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, in addition to being able to pick what you look like... <laughs> You get to pick between your three Van Helsings. Uh, strong and manly. Yeah. Middle and cleavage. You have mm-hmm. uh, male top, male <laughs> bottom, and woman. <laughs> <laughs> and voice acting is expensive, so they all speak in harp. <laughs> yes. They speak in, uh, because they are angelic beings, they speak in harp. <laughs> it is so jarring, too, because weirdly, this game uh, has a full voice cast, except for Van yeah. Helsing. And it's just like, everybody's running around talking and then you just have harp noises. So that's one of the reasons I got rid of Van Helsing as soon as I could. I actually kept him around till uh, the end. They were one of my final two. <laughs> to be fair, I did want to, you know, antagonize them the whole time. You'd be surprised that goes over better than you'd think. Mm-hmm. They would be into it, right? Because like <laughs> they want to argue with you. <laughs> yeah, because they want to kill you. <laughs> See, because I, uh, I mean, we we can talk about the different character paths later. <laughs> yeah, so you get a you get a pick of Van Helsing, and then you've got PSL pumpkin spice latte. She's a witch who's pumpkins. Yes, and before you ask, yes, she she's a scarecrow <laughs> witch with pumpkins. Hold on, the first time you see her, she's uh, tied up like a scarecrow because she's into it, <laughs> and that's her character. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where you meet uh, the succubus. Yeah, Alessa. Alessa, the succubus. Who's the other character from Part Soul. Two? Oh, Soul. Yeah, the other vampire. He's Japanese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would explain some things. Yeah, I mean, you get through him through a magical wardrobe that takes you to Hokkaido, which is the northern island of Japan. Whatever, man. Like, <laughs> he's another vampire. I was just like, what does nationality matter? <laughs> <laughs> so I have to drop this on you right now. Um, Soul speaks in a very heavy accent. Um, and it's fine. The, I want to say the voice actor is uh, of Japanese descent. So it's not like Breakfast at Tiffany's? Yeah, it's not. It's not that terrible. But he also voices Brosifer, which... Yeah, most of the voice actors did two characters. Mm-hmm. But that is hilarious. Right? <laughs> that is He's really impressive. The most soft-spoken, like, chai Japanese guy. And then the Jersey Devil, who sounds exactly how you think the Jersey Devil should sound. Yeah. Straight. Bro! <laughs> <laughs> So you meet those four, and then, uh, surprise, double elimination. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. So this is where Soul and Medusa went for me. Oh. This was Soul and, oh, my God, who's the other one? Who else do you get here? Oh, Alessa. <laughs> got yeah. rid of her fucking immediately. I got rid of... Nah, I had to keep her around. <laughs> you would. <laughs> PSL and Van Helsing. She lets you upgrade your whip. 
Fair. There's a part of me that kept characters around simply because of their abilities. Like, you yeah. didn't even have that shop unlocked yet. <laughs> like, fucking whatever. <laughs> when you do the first set of eliminations, you don't have that shop. So, like, when I came to it, I was like, man, I wanted Brocifer's, like, uh, stat upgrades get fucked. Yeah, I didn't know that he could give me immunity to fire damage. Would have been nice. Would have been nice. Uh, did you guys pick up the immunity to poison? Because, like, you can get that almost right away. Yeah. Yep. So, like, I didn't realize that the swamp was supposed to be poisonous when you get there. <laughs> so, it's kind of whatever. That tracks. Uh, so then you get to your final set of characters after the double elimination, which is there's five more characters. Yeah. You have the dead pirate Robert. Boo. Oh. Yeah. You've got the mummy. The mummy. Uh, Nefret. Nefret. You've got. I'm trying to remember what the name of the mermaid is. Uh, it's L E I. So. Lyra. Lyra. Oh yeah, Lyra. Uh, you've got Lulu, who is Cthulhu. Literally and then just. You've got. Literally just. Hey, she's totally different because it's In a, a dress. lady. In mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the werewolf. Fenton. 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 <laughs> and then uh, you do you do quests and stuff for all these people. With Fenton, you have to go to the library and find him his favorite book because it gives him courage. It, it I don't know. Some of it's really fucking stupid. Like, I felt bad for Fenton because he's a werewolf, but you catch him in his normal state. And when he turns, it's not the moon that does it. It's any time he drinks booze and he just turns into a dude yep. who's a foul-mouthed alcoholic. <laughs> and like, I thought that was really funny. He's like, oh, I'm scared of the beast. I was like, he's just kind of a dick. Like, he's just a dude. <laughs> it's not that scary. <laughs> Is he a Scotsman, an Irishman? Okay, so I think they were going for Irishman. I personally just thought he was from Boston. Fair. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and also, yes, the fact that he turns into a uh, drunk guy is just like one of the funniest things where he's like, oh, this dangerous monster inside of me. And it's like, you're in a like place with actual monsters. <laughs> <laughs> like you're talking to Dracula. There are demons and shit. Like, well, like he's a what? Like 10 foot tall jacked werewolf? Like he's fucking huge. <laughs> he's like, oh, the beast inside me. Like, Hold on. Is there another one in you? God damn. <laughs> the I, dude is half his size. <laughs> I become a bigger werewolf. That would have been way funnier. Honestly. Where's my super wolf? <laughs> uh, yeah, so his, like, I don't know if that's... Because I assume he has a secondary quest. Because you have to get the book to get him into the house. But I assume he actually has a secondary quest beyond that. I don't know. After the pun off you have to do with the T-Rex librarian, uh, I couldn't give a fuck less what he wanted. (laughs) Yeah, I basically didn't engage with Fenton at all. He's very, he he loves books and cheese. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. Good on you, I guess. But so disappointing because like when we were talking about this like a few weeks ago I was like yeah I'm gonna go for werewolf daddy but he's so boring like I get it I am an introvert who loves books and cheese too but I do not make for a compelling character and neither does he Aww. <laughs> just gonna let that one hang there <laughs> uh, so then You'd go triple elimination. Yeah, basically. Triple elimination. And then you're on to chapter four where this is the final, like, this is your opportunity to do any side quests you want to get people to like you, get find and give gifts. 
go on dates. There's whole, like, uh, in a bunch of the levels, there's sections where you can stop and take people on dates. There's, like, a tea house in Japan. There's, you can get fish at a, like, yes. seaside fish place. Oh, yeah. Which I think was one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I took I took the mermaid there. Yep. That was, <laughs> I have that written down as, like, my favorite line in the entire best, thing. Best interaction in the game. What, what happened? You're like, uh, I didn't know what you eat, so fresh seafood? And she's like, why specifically? I don't remember the fish's name. Why him? Uh, it's yeah. like, is this why fish? Is because everybody likes fish. No, why Esteban? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, uh, I'm sorry? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I know this fish. He tried to commit. He tried to start a coup. Uh huh. <laughs> and I had him exiled from the kingdom. And you're like, so double win. <laughs> <laughs> so is it offensive to you to eat him or not? I don't know where we're at. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So you can do all those. It opens up some of the more travel areas. So there's uh, Greece, which is locked if you've gotten rid of Medusa so far. You can't go there. Yeah, I didn't have Greece. Yeah. Yeah, I did. There's Little Italy. If you haven't figured out how to get, I, like, I don't know why they give you access to Egypt since, like, don't you have to go there to get her? Unless there's another character that we missed, which <laughs> there could be because there's that whole area that you can't get to. <laughs> Uh, like they let you go to Egypt, but you've already been there if you got Nefret, the mummy. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. It's like, here's the level that you've already been to on the world map. And it's like, thanks. I didn't ask. Uh, there was another blocked off area. I don't know who that was for. The uh, Iraqi Drifts, oh, which that... is for Vess. Yes. Oh, yeah. She was eliminated. I eliminated her in the final three. Yeah, that's where her bottle is. Mm, okay. Yeah, so the, these are areas of the game where there's like potential gameplay that just get locked away if you've eliminated characters and you wouldn't know that there's stuff there yeah until this point which feels weird okay so um we we've we've broached the subject of like little italy why do we fight oprah okay so in little italy there are <laughs> gonna need to explain that. there are two areas okay i'm I'm going to try to explain both. Neither is going to work. <laughs> First of all, you have the Olive Garden. It has a mildly different name. It's the Meatball Garden. Yeah, the Meatball Garden, in which they serve giant meatballs, which look like brains. Yep. Um, You can take people on dates here. It's full of garlic. When you're here, your family. They literally say that. So, like, really, really light on trying to dodge that uh, season desist. <laughs> and on the other side is a theater. And when you go in the theater... You you get this like, who is here in my stage? And specifically, it's not just Oprah. It is Oprah as the Phantom from Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> All I know is you walk in, somebody shouts, you get a car, and then you have to beat up a Mazda like it's Street Fighter. Yep. What are we doing? <laughs> right, right. I forgot about the little like punching cars like your Street Fighter. What the fuck? What is this there game? There is a ghost with half a white mask like the Phantom of the Opera and th- their name is literally like I think it's just O O Phantom or something <laughs> yeah. and yeah it goes you get a car and drops a car that you have to destroy it's uh, Oprah as the Phantom of the Opera. What? You know what? That is pure and beautiful and good, and I'm here for it. <laughs> I have no answers. I have more questions, and I refuse to ask them. 
So now you do the triple elimination. Yeah, after you do that, so now you have access to the whole map. You can go back and do anything, do as many. So this is where I think, Elsa, you took a bunch more time to actually go find stuff, do all the dates and what for. Yeah, I played this game for about like 10 hours. What was your guys's like total play time, if you remember, or have your Steam page up? Six, a little over. Uh, mine technically clocked in around 11, but I don't know how much of that was when the uh, video game was up on my TV or on mm-hmm. my you know monitor and a football game was on my TV and I was watching the football game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because in chapter four, you have the option to just go straight to the final elimination. If you leave the area where you do the triple elimination and then just walk back in, you can just go. Yeah, but you do, they do tell you, like, you have to pick two mm-hmm. at that point. And if you can get rejected too. Oh, what? Yeah, the, the two people you pick, if you haven't done any quests or dates with them, they cannot accept. Oh, amazing. I didn't even know that. Huh. Yeah, they warn you that if your relationship isn't high enough, that uh, it will go poorly. <laughs> Obviously, that wasn't. I don't think any of us ran into that. I no. I was curious enough that I almost wanted to reload, but the problem is I don't think I have any characters low enough in relationship that they would do that. I eliminated all of those people. Right. So, well, I had wondered uh, because when it came down to two, my two were PSL and Vess, and uh, there are times when you're running around in the Castlevania sections that you need to head back to the castle because some of the people are arguing. And so, like, those two argued a few times, and I always sided with Vess, so I was waiting for that to bite me in the ass come the final round, but it doesn't. Yeah, my final two were uh, Van Helsing and Nefret. I went with uh, Vess and Medusa, like two of the first people that you're introduced to, because uh, as as we talked about earlier, uh, this game comes in stages. So the people that you meet earlier have like more time to develop as characters and like have more dialogue lines. And uh, Vess is written as like one of the main characters. Yeah, she uh, she doesn't want to be there. She's just here for a vacation, which uh, Death said she totally could. So, like, you know, if you just want to give her some space, that'd be awesome. And then I'd, I don't know what Medusa was up to because I eliminated her as soon as I could because I hated her. <laughs> I, she's a head without a body. She's your ex. She likes blowing mm-hmm. shit up. She's got laser eyes. She's great. <laughs> But uh, but but story-wise, before we like fall too far into the individual characters, uh, how do we end the shit show, Jason? So you pick your final two, and you get a final like ultimate date with each of them, and then you pick one of the two on this like uh, island with a gazebo. The other one is banished. Yeah. Um, and the Grim Reaper is like, "Hey, you got your love. It's a good thing I killed all those other contestants." <laughs> Fucking what? Yeah, and Draco like, what? Hang on, mate. What? He's like, yeah. When I, you know, when you kicked them off the show, I, I banished them to hell. Yeah, you eliminated them forever from yeah. life. Yeah, eliminated. They're mine now. And so, Drock uh, uh, is obviously not cool with this because he's grown to like more than one of them. Maybe not as like his true love interest, but as you know, people. And so, a character that we skipped, who you meet earlier on, is I forget the name of the candy unicorn. Oh, uh, Dolce. You meet Dolce. She's a candy unicorn from the candy uh, desert. And she only eats candy. And candy rots your brain. Hi, I'm Dolce, the candy unicorn from the candy <laughs> desert. This goes on forever. 
<laughs> yeah, she's, uh, I mean, dumb as a box of rocks. She's Pinkie Pie. It's just Pinkie Pie. And, mm-hmm. but she, all the signs, and she does warn you that if she eats anything not sweet, uh, she immediately goes to hell. Yeah, she'll go to hell. So, uh, when you argue with uh, Grim enough, he takes whoever you picked as well and just banishes them to hell. And he's like, fine, then fuck off. <laughs> I'll head back to hell with all these characters. And so you go back to the Olive Garden. You fight the flying spaghetti monster and get the mama meatball or whatever it's called. Yeah. I do not remember. And then you go, yeah, it's got a name. Anyway, you feed that to Dolce and uh, she turns into the dark horse. <laughs> Just and she goes from uh, bubbly hyper to just bubbly mean because like she's still not all that mean. <laughs> yeah, she's a and so you ride and she's her into hardest. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to take me to hell? And she's like, "Let's fucking go!" Now you're in hell, and so you go and you fight Grim on his own turf, and um, it's a whole boss fight. It is technically a <laughs> boss fight. <laughs> In the loosest uh, definition of boss fights. I mean, like... There's been point, other boss fights earlier that I have skipped. <laughs> like any of them? Yeah. Because uh, you fight... The accountant? The accountant. The pimp? Wait, no. The, um... The... <laughs> What do you call it? It's a dude. The what? Dom? The Dom, yeah. Oh. I was going to say, because it's not a dominatrix because it's a guy. Yeah, but like dominator doesn't sound right. <laughs> I suppose it would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You fight the Pum King and then uh, the Glocktopus. All right, but I fucking love the Glocktopus because <laughs> it's just a gun and a tentacle coming in off screen out of nowhere. <laughs> what? I should have seen this coming. He's called the Glocktopus. <laughs> And then you actually fight one of the characters, uh, the whole Cthulhu character, Lulu. You have to fight her before she uh, joins the cast, which really, I don't know how that works with him. Like, I've banished all these people to hell since uh, she's straight up like an elder god. She is just straight up an elder god. (laughs) Like, they cover that. She could erase any of you from existence. Uh She's just on the show because she said she wouldn't. And like, y'all got to hope that she's true on that, right? Yeah. (laughs) So those are the boss fights that I skipped over earlier. Anyway, this is another boss fight and it's really easy uh <laughs> i just want to let you know that i didn't it, it is the flying spaghetti monster that you fight and i it didn't even occur to me i was just like oh a fucking floating meatball <laughs> yeah uh and then you get kicked back out because you're in the hell which is grim's control of area which is really not like which also doesn't make sense because the mummy talks about or medusa talks about the other gods so like where's hades right like the grim reaper just ferries people to hell he's not the boss of hell anyway uh it's a fucking psychopomp god damn it so then uh you're like well i'm back in the mortal world but like he can't keep me out of hell so you just kill yourself Straight up, jump into the sunlight, disintegrate into a ball of flames. Fuck you guys. Were you guys hoping that nothing happened? Because that's what I was hoping. The game just ends there. Like, you just jumps out in the sunlight, and then is just standing there like, what the? And then, yeah, credits. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. I thought it like, disintegrates into nothing and then credits. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just die. That's such a doubter. <laughs> Your love is meaningless. You will die alone. <laughs> 
But so here's the thing, though. You dissolve into nothingness, and then Grimm's standing there and goes, huh, I guess I didn't really anticipate you killing yourself. And you're like, yeah, I could do this all day. And he's like, fine, I'll bring everyone back to life. You win, bye. And that's the end. Yeah, well, hold on. He's like, look, I guess I got a little carried away. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it, buddy. And Dracula's like, I mean, seriously, though, dick move. And he's like, I know. Can I make it up to you? And Drac's like, I'm not ready to talk about it. And he's like, well, we got time, buddy. You're like, fucking, okay. I mean, like, death really isn't permanent. He is death personified, right? So if he's got the power to bring it back, I guess it doesn't really matter. But, like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Stupid. So then you go and join the person you picked as your true love as all the other people also stand right behind you as he gives a speech about i don't know how you should find the people in your life that matter to you and hold on to them dearly and something something okay yeah pretty much we did it we did it so who do you want to start with Are we just going uh, to talk about down the list? The characters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Uh, most of the characters I really don't like, namely because, uh, especially in their introduction, they are all very one note. Yes. And I assume most of them open up more as you talk to them, but they are just like, here is this person's personality. Kachunk. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, let's just start from the top. Yeah. With Vess. Go for it. I think uh, that, that'd be me and you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, we, we kind so, of hit on it earlier already just a little of like Vess is one of the first people you meet and she's just kind of wants to be left alone. She's kind of standoffish and maybe you should just chill out and you're like, okay, have your personal space. Do you want some ice? Yeah, because Vess is a bartender. Uh, you find out later the uh, shit she's been going through with her master who put a curse on her bottle so she can't go back to it so she's just kind of around which like and Elsa maybe you caught this is her master still alive because like I I never got that I didn't think so based on the conversations it seems like he's probably long dead because she's been alive for millennia and it's implied like he was just some shitty mortal yeah right like she's a djinn she's timeless (laughs) just weird with some of these characters because some of them you know (laughs) whatever uh, yeah, she uh, goes, uh, she talks a bit about um, what it, you know, like the nature of it, it is servitude entirely and how like she doesn't want to be in a relationship because she isn't sure what that means and like her bottle's cursed and she's just lost trying to like figure out who she is without this person in her life and she knows she doesn't want to go back to them and she and can't. She's also like personally cursed to love him like forever it's also part of the curse so like she's loathes this person but like fundamentally feels like some supernatural like love or affection towards him and it's like fucking hates it it's a lot going on and then there's let's say i don't know brosifer who's just there to fuck Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's a bro (laughs) he's a bro that's because uh you can have a conversation with him uh because i did where like you're not you're like look i don't like i'm not really interested in what you have going on he's like that's all right because like uh there's plenty of table scraps around this bitch to go around and you're like fuck high five buddy get you some like whatever it doesn't matter hell yeah because he's an incubus and he talks about uh him not being able to live up to his sister because they're twins which for incubi and succubi uh they're the first Mm. so she's like super confident and controlling and like she's got like an army at her command if she wants it and he's just a guy with his dick out and he knows that (laughs) 
but you know like i didn't pick him as the final so i don't know where that ends up going you'd have some all right moments with him where like he isn't always like super scuzzy it happens like twice where like he's almost a character and then he's right back into it which is good because that's where he should be like dude you're a cartoon lean into it motherfucker does too (laughs) so then medusa all right um i ended up picking medusa in the end because she was my favorite character uh she starts out as literally just a head on a statue the old castlevania floating medusa heads kind of thing uh, but with a twist uh she lost her body long ago and she's apparently drax x like millennia ago they uh murdered and pillaged and had a grand old time when they were young and reckless and stupid but she's like now one of the more like grounded and self-aware characters but also she knows what she's about she has laser eyes and loves explosion and has a lot of perspective on like what Drac needs to like move on with her life and, you know, maybe fucking get over it. And then you find her body and you just pop right back on. Uh, getting her body, since uh, you both eliminated her and did not have to play this section, question mark? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it was a skateboarding through sewers. Wait, did we just uh, like the fucking turbo tunnel? Like what is happening? Like like the turbo tunnel, yes. Cerberus has oh. like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle like eye masks on each of the heads and chases after you. And it's super incongruous. I mean, like this is a silly self-aware game. It knows what it's about. But even then, like it, it the tone that it's setting is still like classic gothic horror. And then it just drops you into like, hey, there's this, it's kind of like the Oprah thing and the Street Fighter reference. It's like, what the fuck are we doing here? And it doesn't even lean into it enough to make it a good reference because there's like no no music. Like TNMNT is very bright, very, has a kicking soundtrack. And it's like, there's no music in the section. Uh, it's not terribly difficult. I one-shotted it and um, there's no dial. It's just, it feels tacked on and random and weird and I hated it. But my girlfriend got her body back, so that's cool. Hey. Uh, did you play a male or a female drag, Jason? Male drag. Oh, okay. Because I played a female one as well. Because I started playing with Waffles, and she'd wanted the female. And which, like, to this game's credit, super sex positive. The gender that you want to go with at the beginning has no relation on any of the uh, other relationships you can or choose not to have. Everybody's just into whatever, which I liked. Mm-hmm. I did kind of wish, though, that the female Van Helsing would have put up more of a fight, because I also went with the female Van Helsing because like if we're gonna you know corrupt one of the Van Helsings I'm not going fucking top daddy Van Helsing and definitely not the little subby bitch looking one like fucking stand up straight dude what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I guess I'll uh Van Helsing is uh one where they speak in harp the whole time which is kind of funny to me that they're the only ones who don't get a voice i i thought it was funny at first but then they kept just spoking in harp fuck man <laughs> um but basically their whole thing is uh, drock getting them to understand that one like they're not actually in danger yeah. and two that they are not beholden to be van helsing because all of their lines are like about you know 
hunting monsters and what the Van Helsing family would do. Yeah. And the whole time Draco's like, yeah, but what do you want to do? Uh, I think it's one of those conversations you have with the Van Helsings where, and like, there's a couple of decent lines, but I think probably my favorite one, it isn't funny, was the Van Helsing talking about perfection. Yeah. So like, we have to seek perfection. And the Drac's like, that's nonsense. Like, nothing is perfect. And you know that. And the Van Helsing is like, yes, it isn't perfection that we're actually seeking it's the path to perfection wherein lies perfection i thought that's that's really kind of a nice sentiment that it's just you know trying to make yourself better is what you should be doing yeah it doesn't matter if you ever attain that goal because you can't it's impossible it's like oh look at you game and then it was back to dick jokes (laughs) (laughs) yeah i genuinely found them like their especially their interaction to have some of the most like interesting like introspective dialogue as like they that kind of stuff and again they're trying to figure out what it means to like be a person because they've lived in the shadow of their family so long yeah that they're like what do you mean what do i want and it's like like you have to pursue not what you're told to pursue you should pursue what makes you internally happy yeah uh, but I didn't end up choosing them in the end, but that is their whole thing. And your like final date with them is like a whole banquet where they get to eat whatever they want and like describe it to Drock because he can't eat. <laughs> and they explain earlier that uh, they only eat like cold oatmeal and chicken or something. Plain like... <laughs> chicken and broccoli and rice. The sad yeah. weightlifter diet. <laughs> basically so when you're like here's all this delicious food like what what do you like what is so like it is all right um psl is all about sex yeah she is and kink that's it yeah uh yeah you you get to know her better and she's just into fucking like that's it there is no depth there (laughs) and that's what uh like She's kind of fun, but what absolutely killed her for me was that there is no change. There is no depth, really, to her. Right, because even when she... Yes, right? Even when she talks about her past, like, she is a matured person who's moved on past all that because she talks about, like, she's in with the uh, pump king, the dom, and she's there because, like, sure, dude's kind of shitty, but she's she only shows up for, you know, the uh, the whips and tickles. Like, that's that is what she wants out of that relationship, and she knows that, and she's upfront about it. She's like, yeah, I've been through a lot of shit in my past. I am the person who I choose to be. So it's like her arc is already over by the time you start the game. Also, she's got huge pumpkin tits. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't understand, listener. They're huge pumpkin tits. <laughs> it's fucking... It is like... It, it was that, the character art, the 2D art for mm-hmm. her, that, like, made me want to play the game. Because it was like, if this is one of the characters, what do the fucking rest of them look like? <laughs> Sadly, much more normal for a game full of monsters. <laughs> uh, and then you have, yeah. Speaking oh. of warped oh. abominations, uh, Alessa and her fucking 3D model is... <sighs> yep. So I was going to say is like when uh, we mentioned 3D models earlier, Alessa, her art is fine. Like she looks like a succubus. Sure. But then her actual model in game, I don't, I don't know. She's like a pile of pink mashed potatoes. Like what is (laughs) happening? She is. Like, I, I didn't get was like because her 2D art makes her look thicker than the 3D model. And I'm like, yeah, like, is this supposed to be the same person? <laughs> she d- doesn't look the same at all. Like face anything. She's just 
Jason put a vest. She looks kind of malformed. Like her proportions are wrong. Like she looks, her head's too big, and like her, she's her. She looks incongruous to all the other characters in there, and it's very strange. Um, did you guys sleep with her right away? Yes, apparently. Obviously. Okay, <laughs> you do uh, it by accident. This is a point that I want to bring up. Uh... <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I was there to just like, I'm like, yeah, I'm down for whatever. Like, and, and like, I don't even know how many times i accidentally slept with her because it feels like it was many times yes yeah which was a point i wanted to bring up after we get through the characters although i suppose we could talk about it now how just like really tame this game is like because it's a dating sim and like look okay i don't want full-on fucking cg sex scene right we we can move past that we know what we're doing here that's fine but the like the tame ass fucking uh it's just them standing across the room to each other fade to black fade back they're in a different like area but they're still like standing away from each other and you're like oh okay <laughs> but nothing in the room has moved uh-huh. and like there's no sound at all when it fades either in or out uh-huh. which is why at first like i don't know because the first time it did it neither of the characters moved for me <laughs> yeah. it just fades in and out and i'm like okay and then i left and then like a conversation later she was like yeah when we fucked and i was like what we we did we when we what is that how it <laughs> Yeah, I had the same reaction, same exact reaction of like, is that what that was supposed to be? Like, have I been sleeping with other characters? I don't, maybe. Well, it's like even the dialogue and the innuendo, which is constant, is still pretty fucking tame. It's not like they're getting into detail, like telling Drac what they want him, want them to do. They're just like, yeah, you want to go back and we can knock roots or, you know, pick another stupid pun from any of the other characters? <laughs> no, it's just PSL. It's all all puns. All sex puns all the time. It is why I kept her around. It was a fucking riot. Until I exhausted my dialogue with her and I was like, aww. <laughs> And then, yeah, Soul is brooding. I don't know. I eliminated him very quickly. Mm, same. Uh, he, Soul's deal is that he is, he is the other vampire. And you go and talk to him. And he's very, very standoffish. Uh, he turns out to be, like, super introverted and also, like, intimidated by you because Drac is fucking Dracula the Dracula and he's like a young vampire a newer vampire and also does not have his memories he's he's an amnesia fucking trope so like there's there's an amount of like when you talk to him more like Drac being kind of envious of him because like he can shape who he is he can basically start over like Drac knew who they were uh, even in life before they were turned and like still had that like anchor to hold on to but like he has a complete blank slate and he kind of hates it because you know it's it's scary and strange and so like he's he's interesting uh I found him interesting enough to stick around um but but, like, I didn't choose him or anything. He's, he's fine. Siren? Sh- sure. She's the Siren Empress? Yeah, so now we move to the last set of characters you meet. <laughs> and some of them get a little bit of... Uh, so, like, you have to do... For almost all of them, you have to do some amount of questing to actually get them to the castle. Yeah. So you get a bit of who they are from before you even can start talking to them. Uh, so the Siren and uh, Dead Pirate Robert are intertwined, and you have to do a bunch of quests back and forth for them. Yeah. The Siren is... She's the queen of water. I don't know. Her underwater kingdom. Because it's not actually, like, mer people, because you don't see any other mer people there's just like queen huh. of fishes <laughs> yeah yeah she's just the siren empress and the pirates have been at war with the sirens for untold month <laughs> oh so there there is part of the uh 
dead pirate Robert and you meet him and he, he talks about the war with the sirens and they've been fighting for he doesn't even know how long it's been forever basically it feels like yeah uh, and then you go to her and she's like we've been at war with the pirates for forever you figure out it's all madness caused by uh, Lulu and so you do a bunch of quests for them you go fight lulu to bring them to the table and then that stops the madness and you realize they've only been fighting for like a month yeah when uh robert's like ah, i put a bottle of rum down in the basement when it started i'm sure it's good by now you can have it and you go down there and you're like this shit's brand new dude yeah it has not about? aged he's <laughs> like oh no it's only been a month so yeah she's uh queen and basically her thing is like i talked to her a couple extra times but not a ton <laughs> i fucking didn't <laughs> <laughs> her whole thing is about uh being unable to de-stress she has she's the empress like the fate of all of her people rests on her yeah and so like even being away to join the show she's just like bruh i have to like plan for my people and like all of this stuff because i can't be thinking about you know settling down type thing yeah She's an empress first and everything else has to come second. I assume that continues to play out if you keep talking to her, where like you try to help her, you know, not yeah, stress much. about everything all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she she tries to loosen up a little, but also like it's also kind of part of who she is. And so like there's an amount of just like realizing that and coming to terms with it, basically. And I'm sure she is very relatable to a certain subset of players. <laughs> Probably. It's exhausting being on the top of an organization. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so then the other half of the uh, conflict, Dead Pirate Robert. He's a zombie pirate, and I eliminated him so quickly, I don't know anything about him. I went, like, I tried talking to him, and I tried going on a date or two with him, and I could not tell you a thing about the dude besides he's a zombie. He's made from parts of his crew that, you know, his, his loyal crew that he loves, and, like, I have Jim's arm and Bobby's abs, so I am my crew. It's It's a little weird. He's, like... Uh, a much less horrific version of the Legion enemy from Castlevania. Huh. So, Lulu? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I don't think anyone, any of us went uh, far down that road. And then, I don't think any of us went far down this road. Lulu's Cthulhu. Uh, she's an elder god. She barely ordains to be there because she's literally more powerful than all of you. Yep. She is very much alien intelligence. Like, pick a media that has shown, like, a alien that has landed on Earth. She's, like, fucking Starfire. What is all of this ridiculousness? And she plays, like, a yeah. 60s uh, housewife and has, like, a pink uh, dress and the very stereotypical outlook on life that came with that era. Because she's behind the times. So when you meet her, you have the option uh, because you are in a, a regular neighborhood as you're running up to it. You go into this house and she's like, oh, honey, you're home. And then you have the option to play along or not. So did you guys fight her or just play along with her? I played along. I mean, I did too. Like, where's this going? Exactly. I played along as well because obviously it's like, oh, this seems ridiculous. Let's go. <laughs> right. Uh, and then you uh, mow the lawn and kill some bug dudes and turn the gas back on. Then you have a boss fight that's not fun or interesting. None of the boss fights are fun or interesting. No, but this one is the most difficult. It's true. I had to use the most healing items, which was like two. Was it Blood Tornado? Because like Blood Tornado is stupid. Blood Tornado is really good. It's <laughs> made me sad. I got rid of soul so quickly. Fucking right. I could upgrade it. That is Jeez. one of the reasons I kept him around. It was like, oh, I can upgrade Blood Tornado. Uh, soul, buddy. 
Want to hang out? So that just leaves us with Fenton, the werewolf that we've already talked about. So we don't need to cover that again. Uh, and Nefret. Oh, right, the mummy. <laughs> so she's the she's the one I ended up picking in the end. Uh, her whole thing. She was obviously a pharaoh of ancient Egypt. Yeah. And so she was in charge, and she took a liking to one of her guards. And then when she had to marry for political reasons, uh, that guard turned the rest of the guards against her and they killed her. Oh. Oh. Rough. Huh. Yeah. So that's uh, why she's, uh, when you meet her, she's constantly like bouncing from location to location and is a flight risk because last time she fell in love, uh, she got brutally murdered for it. You know, there's got to be some trauma wrapped up in that. Ha, wrapped. Mother. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> so her whole thing is um, like the opposite of Drac, where Drac has to teach her and kind of convince her to settle down and stop running. And she, in turn, is then like, well, then you have to like at least catch up to where I am and stop moping in the past. Yeah, right. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys were paying Her attention. Her 3D model is also actually really bad. Oh, I just, it's really unfortunate. I never <laughs> looked that closely at her. I don't know. When either. she's not, when her like swinging model is fine. Her standing model, not great. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw her standing model. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Uh, during the end credits, you have the uh, other, the cast members all interacting with each other, mm-hmm. which I I was wondering the entire game where that is. Kind of, yeah. Because, like, mm-hmm. you have, like, uh, Fenton talking to Medusa because he wants to know about the Greek gods, which she knows personally. Then he's super excited. Or you have uh, Lyra talking to Nefret about, you know, like, huh. Lyra being like, you're always so just fucking around all the time. Uh, you were a ruler. Like, how did you manage it? And she's like, you put people in places to make sure things are running smooth like you want. But, like, you got to have some time for yourself. It's just, like, little shit like that. I was like, where was this this whole game why is it always at the or only at the end I don't know if I I don't know if all of the dialogues are the same for everyone. I think they are because yeah, uh, Nefret has one with uh, Lissa where they're like, "Isn't it weird that we know all the same people because they're both from ancient Egypt?" <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. And they're like, "I miss when we were you know gods and rulers." <laughs> She's like, "I miss being treated like a god." <laughs> so yeah, there's like a ton of character interaction that the game just I don't know leaves out until the game's over. Yeah, weird. But like. I don't know. Do do we talk about the Castlevania gameplay now that we've gotten through what is arguably the better part of this game? <laughs> well, it is definitively the better part of this game. It's like the the romance visual novel is, is competent to to maybe even good, uh, but it is wrapped around going to different locations, doing boss fights, uh, normal Castlevania stuff, which fucking sucks. And um, I, I don't know. Did. Could you sum up why it sucks? Because it just doesn't feel good. Like, the combat's not interesting or engaging. The boss fights suck. The combat is simplistic to a fault. The way that you change out your weapons and abilities is frustrating. Mm. Uh, At least on a controller. I can't imagine it's better on a keyboard. It's awkward and not great, but it's fine you hit tab or q and it pulls up a wheel but it like pauses the game while you do it yeah well on a controller it's uh i was playing an xbox controller so the left bumper pulls up a wheel and then x y and b you can remap you uh 
use the left stick to pick which thing you're pointing at and then press one of those buttons to change it, which means that you can on accident uh, open that up, uh, which I would do as I'm, you know. All the fucking time. Yeah, I feel you, bud. Yeah, and then like accidentally remap a thing and now suddenly everything's on fucking X and like, why why am I not doing the thing? (laughs) Oh, no, that is an actual problem where like (laughs) if you open the menu on accident, if you just close the menu, wherever your mouse was like hovering, it will automatically map that to mouse one. Perfect. Yeah. 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 It's so cool. You accidentally open up the wheel. um, And if you just want to close it again, just to like, I I just opened it accidentally, it'll automatically map uh, X to sword, I believe, which are like just the defaults, I think. So it's like, ah, yes, you wanted this. It's like, no, I... I'm not using the sword. Stop it. <laughs> or like you've got uh, other power-ups or other powers in your wheel, which are fuck all useless. Like uh, outside of the first time, how many rat darts did you throw? Fucking none, because why bother? Yeah. Or like the uh, the bat power, which was at times useful, but outside of very early game, uh, it doesn't do enough damage to anything. So why bother? You've got weird power crystals that you can pick up and then later select in that same god awful wheel that, uh, I don't know, only lasts for one hit or it's a second timer like because I wasn't sure how the crystals use I spent the entire game picking them up and it wasn't until the very end that I realized you could actually use them <laughs> whoops or the uh, the extra powers that you have like blood tornado or why is the ability to run not only oh its God. own special power but on a fucking cooldown the speed booster Jesus Christ because it's just straight up the Metroid speed booster and um, yeah like Jake said it's hey. on a cooldown and it, you have to select it in uh, Metroid every time you use it does it make a god awful wolf howling sound? Aru! <laughs> Uh, yeah, but also, does it also go on cooldown and uh, stop when you, like, run basically anywhere? Because the level has weird collision where, like, something will be just slightly higher, and when you run over it, it drops you out of running. Yeah, because you'd hit a wall. So... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, this is a good transition into the uh, the lighting and the readability of the game. It is difficult <sighs> to see what you are doing in this game, like, and seeing where platforms are. Um, it is a 3D game played on a 2D plane, which always has some technical limitations and weirdness, but the lighting is awful. And I, I know it's, it's like gothic vampire game, but also like you can still make it so you can see where the fuck you're going or like if there's an enemy three feet in front of you or you're going to run right into it with your wolf charge and take damage. Fuck. Right. Well, part of the problem there is you've got what they a character they refer to as Bada Boom, your little boom operator who holds a lantern. So there's a so Drock is well lit at all times who floats uh, some amount of uh, feet, meters, yards, what have you back away from your character. So the idea is that they light up where you're going to be, except that uh, sometimes when you're uh, you need to turn around, the bat doesn't automatically turn. It's like it's uh, tailing you. So once you move far enough, it'll figure out, oh, shit, I got to turn around now and you can see where you're going. And sometimes because uh, objects in the way block the light. So if there is uh, something directly over Drock's head, the light's not going through it. And if that's where you need to get to, good fucking luck. And God forbid you need to look down for any reason because you can't. Yeah, that was really cool on some of the levels where you're going down and I'm like, I don't know if there's spikes or something down there and I just want to see and it's like, no, just huck yourself into the abyss. (laughs) 
Yeah. Good luck, so fucker. Best. I'm sure it's fine. Also, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't realize till three quarters of the way through this game there's a fucking map. And of course there's a map because it's, you know, uh, fucking Metroidvania. Did not occur to me that there's a map anywhere. So I'm trying to remember oh, where man, the fucking Jake. gardens I'm supposed to go. They're like, oh, all right, I have to go this way and then back this way. And then I'm pretty sure I now have the double jump so I can jump up and get this chest, which could be something important. Spoiler alert, it never is. And then like, you have to fucking, I'm like, ah. The map ain't great, but uh, it is functional. Um, it, I just learned there's a map right now. Oh my yeah. god, guys. <laughs> yeah, right? Ooh. Look, thankfully, I have the ability to memorize an entire layout of a game, so like, I didn't get lost, but... <laughs> I have a memory disorder, but I have a map. <laughs> Shit where I had to get back to. And I'm like, fucking, is this where I needed to be? It's like, I'm trying to do some dates, and I don't remember all the fucking date locations. Yeah, little hearts pretty on the sure map. sure there was one over here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, there are little hearts on the map, Elsa. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Oh, uh, the game does not check for inputs all the time, uh, specifically ducking, uh, which is really annoying when you're attacking an enemy uh, that you can only dodge or jump over to like dodge their ranged attacks. And if you're jumping towards them and attacking, you have to repress the down button instead of just holding the down button. And it's like little things like that, just like little small things that you take for granted in 99% of the platformers or Castlevania, Metroidvania games that you play that like just don't happen here. Uh, I had that oftentimes, not ducking, uh, just jumps mm. where the jump wouldn't register or attacking or turning. I couldn't tell you how many enemies like I would jump over thought I was going to turn around but wouldn't and then I was just attacking the air behind them. Now thankfully the sword like the way the swing works it still hits behind you like immediately so I could still kill stuff by not looking at it because I use the sword for the most of the game. I was like that's a fuck like what why why are you like this game? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah in terms of like exploration and like natural organic progression due to abilities because that's like one of the hallmarks of Metroidvania is like you go somewhere where you find an ability you go oh right now I can use that to go like double jump over this and progress in the game uh, does not happen very often or is not handled great is like here's your double jump now you can go to like these other places and says very explicitly yeah uh, that's one of the things I definitely want to talk about was that Metroidvania's uh, their maps typically are a lot more interlocked mm -hmm. with the powers being how you either get back through or get to a new area for from a kind of, you know, all of the other areas, right? Mm -hmm. This has none of that. Everything is just kind of like linear out from Drox Castle. It's like a hub world. And yeah, but like they unlock the later areas just when you hit, oh, you hit chapter three, these areas are unlocked now. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that's not how that's really supposed to go at all. Yeah, that feels bad. And then to get to them, you just have to go back through this area you've already been through. I, okay. Yeah, I, I do wonder how much of it is like trying to basically marry two genres that may not have like the most crossover in terms of like people who play them or like technical skill of people who play Hollow Knight versus technical skill of people who play Dream Daddy. Maybe there was some reconciliation there. Doesn't make it good. I could see that, right? Uh, but I could definitely see that where like they don't want it to be too actually Metroidvania-y to scare off 
people who are just looking for a visual novel. Mm -hmm. But then why is it there? You know what? It's like by the end of the game, I I didn't even hate it. Like I I, I didn't like playing the Metroidvania parts because it it doesn't feel like a a good or even like a decent Metroidvania. It is it is not a good. Like it, it doesn't feel good. The exploration itself doesn't feel rewarding. I'm not busting my ass trying to get to some place that I haven't been. What do I get for it? A fucking gift that I may or may not give to somebody. I I didn't give the fucking gifts to anybody. Only one person got the gifts. It was Vest because I wanted her to like me. God damn it. I take that back. I gave the gardening tools to PSL because who the fuck else am I giving those to? <laughs> and yeah, that's that is what she wanted. Oh, gross! I just got why she'd want those. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean you're not wrong in that. the The exploring really doesn't feel uh, good because if you get up to a chest and a chest, every chest in the entire game is just money. Mm-hmm. Wow! Oh wow! Is that so not exciting? Money that caps at a certain point unless you get the upgrade to it. Yeah, which you really like need to if you plan on using the money. Yes. Because I hit max money so quickly that it was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck are we doing? And then I got that upgrade and I was like, oh, so do I like double my max or like what's going No, they just remove it. And at that point I ended up racking up like, I don't know, like $5,000 or something. Yeah. Oh. I did insane amount of cash. Yeah. Uh, I did the same a thing. truly ignorant amount of money, yes. Because like you get the, uh, the cap unlock and then you get a thing that just gives you more money anytime you get money. So like you start looking at the stuff that you can buy in the castle. So, like, there's gifts up there. There's power-ups you can buy for 200 apiece. The gifts that you can, they're, like, 200 apiece. And there's a shit ton in that room. And you're like, oh, well, suddenly I can buy all these, and I still have money to buy everything else across this entire game. And I can still afford to take people out to drinks and go on dates and shit. Mm-hmm. Why do we even have money here at all? What are we doing? You know, like, by the end, when you're just rolling in cash. The point I was trying to make is that while I didn't find the exploration uh, all that exciting, I thought, from a gameplay point of view, uh, basically having to do fetch quests and then rolling around in this metroidvania world kind of made sense ah okay like here's our gameplay sections i just wish that you know it was um more rewarding and it felt <laughs> i was playing it on easy to try and get through it and so like i wasn't in it for the challenge right i i was more focused on the dating sim aspect knowing fully goddamn well that as far as uh the metroidvania bits they ain't gonna be good and they weren't but still i, don't, I was expecting more out of it which is funny because like and you guys can uh, tell me your thoughts on this one the game is like twice as long than it twice as long twice it's longer than it needs to be jesus i can spit (laughs) words out that's all folks Because, like, God, it just felt like it overstays its welcome. Like, by the end of it, there's no charm. I was ready to be done. Oh. Like, you you pick your whoever you pick with. And do you have a final scene with him? Something with him and Drac? Like, you get a very little bit, right? You get your final date, but then you don't get anything past that. Yeah. Which is like, well, what what the fuck? Did it matter who I picked if they're not going to talk the rest of the game? Like, it's done now. No, it doesn't matter who you pick (laughs) at the end (laughs) at all. What the shit? There is no multiple endings. Is that not what people come to dating sims for? For, like, different endings? Endings and shit. Where's the good path and the bad path, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, uh, but you were talking about your notes before I rudely interrupted you. No, oh, it was. I was looking at the UI stuff. It's just the UI sucks out loud, and like there are damage increases that you pick up throughout the map, and like I had no idea how much it was helping or if it was helping. Never felt super great. It was like your damage went up. It's like cool. I don't actually feel more powerful, and there's nothing on the UI. There's no like strength stat or. Or like damage calculation that is above board it's just 
maybe some guy right? who takes three hits there, now takes two. I don't know. There's a room in the castle where you can just buy uh, damage increases. There's mm-hmm. four of them in there. Mm-hmm. You get the last one, you get access to the uh, PA to increase your heart meter. Fine. As far as systems go, I actually kind of like that you had volunteer production assistants that want to get fed on by Drac and that increases your heart meter. Sure. Fine. That's fine. I went in. I bought all four because this was near the end when I had more money than I knew what to do with. I left and it felt like I was doing the same amount of damage. <laughs> uh, wow. Here's the cool thing. Um, each one of those increases the damage your weapon does by one. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's it. It literally is just, it does one more damage. <laughs> oh my God. All right. But does explain why they piss them at you. Yeah, because you need fucking 30, 40 of them before they actually start accumulating anything. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Nice. Because then there's two other upgrades that greatly increase your weapon damage. Uh, weapon Master 1 and 2. Oh, sure. Uh, if you find those, each of those increase your weapon damage by like 15, I think. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. There's all these upgrades you can pick up that like the Weapon Master ones feel like they matter, but the ones that are just like, your damage has increased slightly is one more damage and they feel like they are pointless yeah because i have no idea i like by the end i was doing a just absurd amount of damage which was fine i guess still didn't feel good um the final boss so grim i don't know how it went for you uh but as like i had explored everything gathered everything got all the damage upgrades mm-hmm. um yeah i just uh pulled my sword out slapped on uh like fire or poison crystal and just dps'd him down so fast that he did not come close to mattering mm-hmm. uh yeah yep yeah, i uh that's about the time i figured out how to use the crystals and i just used all the crystals and beat him up and i didn't bother you using the treats because i only needed to use the blood tornado once and uh he took me down a heart the defensive yeah when you have like uh 12 (laughs) yeah it it becomes kind of absurd how much like hp and hp recovery that you have at the end of the game again maybe to make it easier for less technically proficient players but like there there's an item that makes you invulnerable for an amount of time so i just clicked that and then just beat the shit out of him which is kind of disappointing because like anybody who's played castle game knows death is traditionally the hardest boss in the game and like he's not even the final boss he's usually like the, the penultimate the second to last and he he just sucks you just beat the shit out of him yeah and there's also upgrades you can buy to hold more of those things that make you invulnerable and last longer yeah yeah <sighs> I was like, why? <laughs> yeah, because you can just buy those treats as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If, if you just need to, I don't know, just like... And the game, it's it's not hard, so you don't even need these treats. But if you do, you can just absolutely, you know, blast your way through it. But then, like, if the game were quote-unquote harder, I don't, like... It's not technical enough to feel like I would want it to be harder. Yeah, I get the that. combat is so brain dead it's very bad got anything else i don't think i do seven out of ten too much water um who wants to go (laughs) first i guess on wrapping this shit up i'll go first uh, i have to say by the end of this game like i kind of liked it mm-hmm. i uh i'm not much for dating sims i generally find them boring so the like the fact that they were just like leaning into goofy is what sold me on it the the metroidvania parts weren't great they were serviceable it felt like a 
means to an end for like to quest, fetch quests and shit. It gives you something to do. I actually didn't hate that. I didn't hate the doing quests for them and go and building up a meter. I like that a lot more than let's say your traditional dating sim where I'm basically just navigating a menu. Okay, you know, there's some gameplay elements to it, but I, I, I don't I don't know who this game is for either, right? Like if you're into dating sims, I, I don't I, I you're probably more into this game because it's but like the way it it's a game, it's a mishmash of genre, and they don't do either particularly well. And you can't really say that you expect them to, but it still fell short of where I thought it would be. But I did like I will say that like there's a uh, uh, some of the writing uh, it was about 50-50 with hits and misses for me. Like some of it was, I found genuinely funny, and some of it was just like all right, let's wrap this the fuck up. So like I don't know, I can't say I don't recommend it, but I'm not really sure that I do either. Is it me? Uh, yeah, go. <laughs> Is it me? Um, I think this is a good example of a team that put a lot of heart into the game, but had a lot of technical stumbling blocks. There's a lot of authenticity and sincerity to this game uh, by the end that sort of uh, endeared the game to me. Um, you can definitely see the writing chops on display with the character writing. And I know we talked about like the relative depths of the characters, but any video game that can even sometimes hit a level of like emotional awareness and maturity in a silly monster fucker game is already doing better than like 98% of the field of video games. So, you know, good on them there. Um, so uh, the voice cast was actually kind of great. Um, I had no notes really. Um, but man, the, the Castlevania is because Jake, you asked like, who is this game for? Uh, this game properly executed is for me. Uh, <laughs> I like adventure games and visual novels and I love, you know, Metroidvania Castlevania games and like as a, uh, adventure game, character study, dating sim, I think it did pretty good. I think if you're into that sort of game, this is potentially a game that I would recommend. Um, set it on easy or something, or I don't know, find some cheats that like make the Castlevania parts less, just less. <laughs> so you have to do it less um, because the Castlevania parts are not good. Just, just straight up not good. Um, it needed more time in the, if there was even just a little bit of like maybe more movement tech or better lighting, or more interesting combat just like one of those things but no it's like the accumulation of uh badness in the castlevania parts that like make me stop like putting this in like a good game pile so um it has a lot of faults but it does have a lot of good things going for it too and if the premise sounds interesting to you maybe pick it up while it's on sale jason tell me why why i'm wrong i am not for this game the dating sim part is fine ish some of the characters i did find to be too one note or uninteresting or you just don't meet them until too far into the game the way it spaces out character introductions like the fact that you eliminate three characters so a quarter of the characters before you meet the last five was not four. Uh, I don't, that's a weird way to stagger out how you meet everyone. Some of the writing is actually quite good and is the best part of the game by far. And the Metroidvania part, the actual like gameplay sections are um, bad. They're bad and boring. And that is the worst thing that like I uh, very quickly took to just skipping all the enemies. Just like they're, the experience isn't worth it. The fighting isn't worth it. Just run to the end uh, because you can always just 
fast travel back to the castle and fill your health to full. Oh, sure. Anytime you get to a fast travel section, you can just fast travel back there, refill your health to full backstage, and then just teleport back. Uh, so you should just sprint. You should run past everything. And the problem is you can't sprint past everything because the sprint is not an option. So game is like, I don't know, fake numbers, three out of 10, dedicated sprint button already would move it up to be like five out of 10. <laughs> Where is my dedicated sprint button? Oh my God. So yeah, I'm not uh, really recommending this game because I'm not a fan of the genre, but I'm sure people who are actually know like romance games and there are probably uh, much better ones out there. Well, shit, what do we do now? Well, now we answer letters from listeners like you. Is it just Elsa in a trench coat sending us a letter? I don't think so. <laughs> hey, Jason, Jake, and sometimes Elsa. Hey, it's sometimes me. Mike here. So unless like Elsa goes by Mike, I don't know. You could. Just wanted to send it. this email saying <laughs> that I love the podcast. Learning so much about games that I might want to experience. All right. So like the whole point is that you don't have to experience these games. We already did. And we're telling you, don't do that. <laughs> we're telling you, run. <laughs> I've been listening to the entire catalog at work ever since I found you guys a month ago. I love your commentary, especially when my coworkers think I'm insane and I start laughing randomly at your dialogue. Ever since I heard the first episode I listened to, which was Inversion, I love the game, but I get your reasoning. Honestly, I don't even remember that game. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's fair. It's gray space shooter man. Like, that's the one with the weird gravity tricks, right? All right, cool. Was it? Uh, I've been going through my entire catalog of video games and seeing what I feel you guys might like or hate. Okay. Uh, it was also funny that I've been able to say that I've played a few of the games you've already reviewed. <sighs> yeah. It happens to the best of us, man. Right? Like... <laughs> Especially some of the older games, you don't know. Like, the internet wasn't big enough that you just got a game and you were like, I don't know, I'll play this. Because you were given it, like, as a gift. And then you play it and you're like, never again. I miss Rascal. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Uh, So... There's a list of suggestions. I'm not going to bother necessarily reading all of them. I don't know what any of these other than Ark Survival Evolved are. Oh, weird. That's the dinosaur game, right? That's the Mm -hmm. dinosaur game. That's the dinosaur game where they uh, lied about not making a second one, making a second one, and then demanding everyone move from the first one to the second one by shutting down the first one, right? Yeah, sounds right. Oh, I don't know. Because I didn't didn't think Ark was still up. (laughs) Yeah. I'm pretty sure the devs pulled some real scummy shit with uh, Ark. Give us some uh, hits on this list. I haven't seen it. Splatterhouse. Okay. Murdered Soul Suspect. Uh, That's on our list, yeah. Fuse. Uh, I know what that one is. What is it? Uh, Black Guards 2. Binary Domain. I don't know what any of these are. Like, I'm just saying words. (laughs) Black Guards 2, I don't know. Binary Domain might also be on our list. Hope you enjoy the list. Wish I could see your list, or at least how many of these are already on your list. Uh, Theoretically... On the Discord is a list of games. There is a list. It hasn't been updated since I put it up there, but there is a list. (laughs) Right. So it hasn't been updated in like a year? It's been longer than that, my guy. (laughs) (laughs) So like, there's a list. And if if you join the Discord, you can uh, more quickly post things because you say, uh, again, that you started listening a month ago, but this email is, well, not exactly new. (laughs) 
So, you know, the more immediate way to get a hold of us and uh, see that potential list that we should definitely totally update uh, is on Discord. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, following your channel on Spotify. Have fun and don't throw too many controllers or mice slash keyboards. Take care, Mike. Thanks, man. Uh, Yeah, I mean, like, let's our like logo, but I I don't I don't throw things. Both my mouse, keyboard, and monitor all are worth enough that I would not throw them. Yeah, right. Like, uh, just just fucking turn it off and walk away. I mean, I <laughs> it's, it's... was close a few times with uh, Sonic and the Secret Rings. I was like gripping my re- Wiimote and going like, no, no, all right, Wiimotes don't count. <laughs> <laughs> all right cool 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 because cool. uh that's gonna be important in the next uh month ah. yeah no i it is uh i think it was one of my favorite uh someone was asking me about like video game takes and i was like do you have any like i was like look you want a hot take fine all wii games are bad <laughs> all of them uh, we- like what i'm like the wii controller is actually not good it was like interesting for its time but the motion controls do not hold up all wii games are bad jason you idiot are you using the extra sensor on the bottom to make it better <laughs> you fool <laughs> you absolute buffoon the fact <laughs> you have to buy an extra sensor to try to make it slightly better tells you everything you need Jeez, to know it comes with the whole ass game to help you swallow that pill man <laughs> Yeah, no, that's. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to argue with you for the sake of argument, but I can't because you're not wrong. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where I was like, man, how many people do you hear talking about going back and playing Wii games? No one, because the fucking controls are ass. <laughs> Wii Sports. That's it. Yeah, the free one that came with the console. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Whatever, dude. That game slaps. I don't give a fuck. I'm just sitting here with the channel music playing over and over in my head. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Yeah, the best part of the machine. Hell yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the Nintendogs channel? Was that a channel? It probably was. Probably. I don't know. I don't remember how the Wii went. All right. Well, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, things you want us to talk about on this podcast right here, this one. Not this one specifically, but like another one in the future. <laughs> uh, email thebadgamecast at gmail.com. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of us somewhere else, uh, we're the Bad Gamecast on all social medias that we currently use. I have to preface that now because, like, boy, do we abandon those, like, I don't know, all the time. It's only because they're, like, bad times for bad people. But, like, the Bad Gamecast, we're on Twitch, uh, so you could see us live. That's a mistake. You can see the videos sometimes on YouTube. There's a subreddit. There's a Discord. Come hang out. We're there the most but if you really like us if you really like us in your hardest of hearts money money please (laughs) (laughs) patreon.com forward slash the bad (laughs) gamecast yes thank you to all of our patreon supporters you guys are the fucking bestest Um, i like you it was hardest of hearts that broke me jason Uh, oh fuck i don't have anything to plug elsa oh sure um hi friends speaking of people who write books i'm sure i mentioned that somewhere in this uh episode i am also an author with two books under my belt and a third one coming out december 4th i have no idea when you're listening to it probably after december 4th uh it's the series called uh the brick misadventures by freya faust it's my pen name and the new book is called underdogs um, it's the third installment, and it's coming out 
uh, on the Kindle store for e-readers and paperback. And if you have not checked out the series yet and want to know what all the betrayal and intrigue is about, uh, if the words dark, bloody, queer, urban fantasy appeal to you in any particular order, uh, pick it up. Or if you enjoy the audio medium, and I know that you do, for a fact, go listen to the first book, Stray Dogs, in audiobook form on Audible. It also makes a great gift for the holidays. This episode doesn't even come out till the 10th. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I mean, go buy it anyway. It'll be released by then. Great. Well, since it'll have been out a week, then you got a special code they can use. <laughs> Hold up. How come you don't use a promo code so you know they came from here? I don't know, man. I probably should. I'm not that smart. <laughs> Mike? Mike, buddy. (laughs) You gotta buy a book, man. (laughs) Directly appealing to you, Mike. This is just for Mike. Oh, shit. All right. For the bad game cast, I've been a camera mounted to a bad. I'm the alcoholic inside of you. I'm just a puddle of blood. Good night, everybody! Puddle of mud, but worse. Puddle of mud, yes. <laughs> so fucking tired. There's no way. What's up? There's not some like there's there has to be some fucking like deathcore puddle of blood, right? Oh, absolutely. In some thorn font that you can't even read, yeah. <laughs>